1: Hello and welcome back to the Rebels podcast. Uh, this is our our first official episode of of uh, Season 2 for LEGO Star Wars The Freemakers for the episodes The Tower of Alistin, Knorr, and The Ember Steel Blade. I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen, and with me as always is my faithful co-pilot, Matt the Crankster Cranky.
0: Hey, what's up, Mike and Star Wars fans? Yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, thanks yep. to uh, John and Marie for filling in for me last week, but mm-hmm. I'm happy to be back talking some free makers today and uh, and some also also some big news which you are going to tell yeah. them about, right, Mike? Yeah, go ahead.
1: I, te- I teased it on the Facebook mm-hmm. uh, earlier this week uh, that we would have a big announcement, and as you guys are listening to this, uh, it is Friday, August the fifth, right? Is that the actual date? It is the. Actually or is, the, the is, is it the fourth? Fourth, yeah. I don't know how to tell time. I don't know. I don't know how to read. <laughs> uh, read a clock. In the future, yeah. <clears throat> well, no, t- today. What, man, what am I looking at? Twenty sixteen. I was looking yeah. at last year. That's why. <laughs> That's why I got confused. I was looking at last year. I uh, yeah. So I, I I this Saturday I should say then is our uh, nine year anniversary. For uh, Frontlines: The Clone Wars podcast. So nine years I've been doing this. Next year will be the ten-year anniversary, um, and I and you know over those years we've uh, we've made a lot of changes, and we've uh, uh, obviously we went from Frontlines: The Clone Wars podcast to the Rebels podcast, and we talked about it a little bit um, back in in uh, the beginning of July. That I uh, you know one of these days they're gonna announce the next thing, and rather than shut down Rebels podcast and start another podcast like we did with Frontlines and uh, I, I, you know like what one day we would do with like Quiver or something like that when the when Arrow ends, um, <clears throat> instead I we're just gonna keep rolling on so you guys won't have to. Change your uh, your your subscription. Like you won't you won't have to seek out a new thing. You just keep listening on the same subscription that you've been on the entire time um, in iTunes or you know uh, uh, Google Play or whatever uh, podcatcher app you're you're using. Um, but you're actually gonna notice a big change later this month. I don't have an exact date yet because I still have to do some of the technical stuff in order to get this up and running. But the way that I saw it was Star Wars is doing a lot more animated content these days. Um, Between Star Wars Rebels, The Freemaker Adventures, Forces of Destiny, all of which we cover on this podcast, Uh, uh, we're going to continue to cover all of that. But um, we're actually going to rebrand the podcast to reflect the fact that this is your number one source for Star Wars animation news and commentary. So um, that means that whatever other Star Wars animated content Lucasfilm puts out in the future, um, let's say that Detours comes back in some fashion Mm. or... Um, they're not just launching one new show, but maybe they're launching two. Uh, this podcast, this feed that you're already subscribed to, hopefully, if you're not, go to iTunes, go to Google Play, go to Stitcher, subscribe. Um, you'll continue getting the same great content that that you've, uh, that you've come to know from the Rebels podcast and obviously from Frontline's The Clone Wars podcast. Uh, but it's going to be under a new name. Uh, and that new name. So here's the big reveal. Here we uh, go. The new name is uh, Rebel Cells. So I. Uh, <laughs> so
0: awesome.
1: Yeah, uh, Rebel Cells, the Star Wars anima- animation podcast. Uh, that will be our our new name. I, I we've already got the, the new domain RebelCells.com, and uh, and we'll get all the the social media stuff um, all switched over uh, in the next little bit, but you guys are the first to know our loyal listeners, other than people behind the scenes who helped, uh, who helped Matt and I choose the new name, um, which we, we went to some trusted individuals such as Matt mm-hmm. Campbell and, uh, Tim Jirasi to, uh, to, to consult with them. Um, and, uh, and it went through a couple iterations. We had a couple ideas and we kind of threw them all out and then, a couple uh, of names. Yeah. yeah. And, and we landed on rebel cells. So, mm um rebel cells that's cels like an animation cell so this kind of it's kind of got Uh, a bit of a pun flavor to it you Um, see what we did there yeah yeah it's it's, it's pretty (laughs) clever i but the great thing about it is that whatever star wars animated content comes in the future uh we're covered so if they do another lego series if they do another animated series if they do more stuff like forces of destiny um you you guys you guys are covered. So um the other great part of that is that uh frontlines will actually be joining this feed. So what that means is that uh the same feed that, that you would get Rebels Podcast in, you'll be able to go backwards and uh and you'll be able to to grab uh old episodes of Frontlines the Clone Wars Podcast. So, uh, we've got 183 episodes in that backlog, uh, and that's all gonna come online as part of Rebel Cells. Um, the, the episodes won't be edited, so I'm not gonna go back and, like, change the intros to old episodes. Uh, we wanna maintain that legacy, obviously, uh, you know, that's where we started, um, that's where we've come from, but, but you can look forward to, uh, to, uh, new intros and, and all that sort of stuff, uh, coming soon, so... Uh, but you know what? I think we're gonna keep the Rogue Squadron uh, uh, the theme music because I'm a music, big yeah, fan of that. Yeah, yeah. um, uh, but yeah, so so big change, but really at the end of the day, nothing's changing. Um, we're just uh, it's it it was actually really funny uh, over the weekend. Um, uh, I had posted on Thursday night, uh, actually rather late because I'd forgotten all day because we've we've also changed up our recording schedule so thursday night i finally uh posted our episode for forces of destiny that jonah marie was uh was uh, guest hosting on with me uh and uh and so on the weekend uh leland chi uh, uh, the holocron keeper himself yes. uh, he tweeted at us i uh, thanks so much for for your star wars animation coverage and it was funny because like we haven't announced this yet we were getting ready to announce it this week like that was <laughs> actually we were going to announce it last week but matt was sick so i was like okay i'll hold up want to announce it when <laughs> matt's on the podcast yeah. um but uh, it was so funny that they that, that he tweeted at us with that um with that great feedback um and that appreciation from from the crew at lucasfilm uh because that's exactly the direction that we're going in and uh, and it's great to see that um that that uh you guys out there already recognize that that we are all about star wars animated content on the rebels podcast soon to become rebel cells so uh just really cool um yeah, and yeah. and uh, so i hope you guys all like the name i i that means um, new merch will hit the stores at some point in September, um, so all that's gonna end up at store.thunderquack.com. So if you if you want to be one of the cool kids, uh, and you want uh, a Rebels podcast T-shirt or something of that sort, now is the time, cause uh, cause soon oh I, the, it'll be the same designs. But the logo is going to change from the Rebels podcast to the Rebel Cells pod, uh, logo. So, mm-hmm. um, which actually is not that different, but you know, it's a Star Wars logo. I was yeah. I was uh, I was joking around uh, I, with a friend this morning uh, and saying that, that I should post a meme for a, a, a Star Wars podcaster starter kit, and it's basically like a free free Star Wars font. Your favorite Star Wars character, a picture of your favorite Star Wars character, uh, a, a fifteen dollar I, I USB microphone, um and uh, and an empty calendar, and uh, and that's all <laughs> empty you need. good, that's, yeah. yeah, that's all you need to start a Star Wars <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah. Because I, I don't know what it was, I think I was like scrolling through Facebook and some and I'd seen yet another Star Wars podcast. Um, which I'm sure that's probably a free ad- advertisement. I, I'm sure that there's a podcast out there called yet another Star Wars podcast. If there's not, free podcast name. I, <laughs> so go ahead and make a, make your own Star Wars podcast. No I the, the community is huge now. Um, and it's so funny to think back nine oh, years nasty. ago yeah. um, When I started all this, uh, it was the force cast. And maybe a handful of others. Uh, Star Wars action news. Uh, mm-hmm. I, there was maybe about five or six, right? Uh, right? And and they were all just sort of generic Star Wars podcasts. And then I I was like, well, I want to do I wanted to do something like what Steve Glosson and uh, and Derek Russell were doing with Starkville's House of L, um, which is a Smallville podcast. I wanted to i liked their format and i wanted to do something similar which is episode recaps and commentary um and so they announced star wars the clone wars and i was like bingo there it is like that's what i'm gonna do and i did that first year by myself and then uh, i was just telling matt before because i've been looking at the i guess i'm feeling nostalgic but i was looking at, at the old episodes Um, partially nostalgia, partially because I'm getting ready to move everything over to one site. Um, that's the other part of it is that all of the podcast episodes, everything from Frontlines and Rebels and Rebel Cells will all be available at rebelcells.com when that goes live. So, um, yeah, you can look forward to that being able to go back and look through everything all on one site. You won't have to go to Clone Wars podcast or Rebels podcast to find the different things. It'll all be available and it'll all be like archived and and searchable and all that sort of thing, um. But I uh, I was looking through and it, so it was what did I say it was September twenty third, right? I think I uh, two thousand and nine oh. when when you came on as my co-host. Mm-hmm. So I so for nearly eight years we've been podcasting together, yeah. Um, which is which is pretty crazy. Um, I was saying to Crystal about the nine years since I started front lines um and think about what cara will be like when she's nine <laughs> and like yeah. and like that kind of puts it in perspective right and matt uh, you yeah. you've you've got you got three kids and now they're yeah. all they're one of them's left the nest already and the other one's getting ready right so
0: yeah i know, and you,
1: you, know, know eight, you know eight, 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 eight years
0: reasons. ago you know it's yeah. like he was still you know 10 years old eight you know whatever so
1: yeah uh, yeah they were they yeah, were just, crazy they were just Little kids, they were just when little we started followers. this, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, it's crazy. It's it's been a it's been an awesome journey, and um, and I can't think of a better time to to get ready to launch into the next chapter of yeah. uh, of of this podcasting saga that we've mm-hmm. been on. But but I'm just really excited to move to a new name with with sort of like a new brand and everything. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and and have that kind of be something that's gonna last longer than one show because right. it's obvious that uh, that we're not going anywhere, right?
0: Right. Well, that's what you you came up with this idea, and when you pitched it to me, uh, of course, it made total sense because, um, like you said, we went from rebels, and you had to kind of change the name and change all these feeds, and it just made sense to, you know. Star Wars isn't going anywhere. I mean, they're going gangbusters. Um, we're pretty much almost, what, 99% sure that we're going to get another new animated show that's canon. Uh, we don't know where yet, but we, we're pretty sure we're going to get one of those. Um, with the success of, of the Free Maker adventures, I do think that we will, like you said, Mike, we will see detours. So you got that, could, you, you still have Free Makers going on their animation. You got this new yeah. animated show. We're still finishing up Rebels. You got uh forces of destiny that's these little uh vignettes and then like i said if we could so there's a lot a lot of animation out there and that's not even including the past animation that that has been out there so it's only natural to go to this you know so yeah total, total total makes total sense and 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 like you said before we we might have like last week john marie was on here and and she's been on the podcast before she might come in and talk different things or different hosts could come in and and talk about different parts of animation. You know, some of the animation that might not be geared towards me and I still watch it, but somebody else might really love it. And it's like, Hey, go ahead. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. And just kind of bringing in different voices and, and, and a little bit more, more uh, diversity in the, in the types of backgrounds and therefore opinions that, um, that, that we generate so that, so that it's an even deeper discussion. Right. I mean, like, Mm I'm not one of those people that's like diversity for diversity's sake, because I don't believe that that's a thing. Like I think that diversity, um, it just it just enriches, right? So having Jonah Marie on to talk about forces of destiny specifically is is a great thing because um, she brings a perspective to Star Wars fandom that obviously Matt and I can't.
0: <laughs> right, right? Exactly. Because yeah. we
1: haven't we haven't lived. Uh, that life, <laughs> we're we're a couple of dudes, uh, and so we live Star Wars uh, in in the uh, fairly stereotypical Star Wars fan fashion. But mm-hmm. uh, but Star Wars fandom, obviously, in the last uh, ten years, um, I don't think that it's actually changed. I think it's always been this way. But I think that that I mean, like, we're talking about the legacy of Clone Wars for a second. Uh, Ashley Eckstein is a huge part of bringing, uh, uh, women in star Wars to the forefront. And then Kathleen Kennedy and Kiri Hart and, uh, and so many of the, the, the team at Lucasfilm now, um, Andy Gutierrez, right? Like they, they are really representing and championing, um, that other half of star Wars fandom. And I really believe that that's, that that's true. And that's great. Um, and, and it's exciting and we want to reflect that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in what, in what we do so that it's not just Matt and I. Um, Cause I know that like, th- this is the thing, Matt and I sit down, record an episode. It's a lot of us agreeing with each other. <laughs> yeah. there might be little, 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 little things that we, that we, we get, we bring in different things from our different yeah. backgrounds. And every once in a right. while, Matt says something and I go, hi, huh, I didn't think of it that way. And, and vice versa. But for the most part, we tend to be pretty simpatico on, on our views about star Wars. Um, And we don't we don't get into a lot of like nitty gritty discussion. Um, And 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 I think that bringing in some new voices, uh, it will actually help with with uh, deepening the conversation and uh, and allowing us to 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 dig even further into the the Star Wars mythology um, and see things from. Certain points of view that we might not right. be seeing them from right now. So, um, actually with that, one of the things, this is not really an announcement, but actually more of a request. So mm-hmm. in similar fashion to when I finished up season one of Frontlines, the Clone Wars podcast, I put the call out for a co-host on that. Um, now that we are going to be changing over from, from being a dedicated Rebels podcast, I. Uh, a rebel a Star Wars Rebels podcast to being a Star Wars animation podcast, that means that there's a whole wealth, Matt mentioned it before, of previous animated content. Some of that stuff Matt and I might want to cover, like the uh like the Gendy Tartakovsky animated stuff, um, mm-hmm. the that previous Clone Wars series, I think is something that me and him would probably want to dig into. But I know that there's also stuff like Star Wars droids and Ewoks that that's animated content. That falls within Star Wars animation. So um, it might be vintage animation, but it's definitely part of the legacy of it. Um, and it's content that we'd like to have on on the on the channel, basically, which is what this is now becoming. So with that in mind, I'm gonna put a new call out that if there's anybody out there listening, that wants to uh, break into podcasting and wants wants to to be a part of rebel cells. Um, it's really simple. You just do exactly what Matt did, which mm-hmm. is you go, grab an episode of Star Wars Droids, right? and just sit down and just do an episode. show us show us what you think that would be. and uh, and we'll listen. Um, and, and if we feel like it fits, uh, fits with the content that we do, um, then, uh, then, then we'll make it happen. So, um, I want to get, I want to get more voices on here. Uh, yeah. and awesome. th- like yeah. Thunderquack wants more voices as well. And, and we're actually, we've actually had a really good year this year. So we have room, we have capacity for more podcasts, but the great thing about this is that like rebel cells will essentially be an established podcast and we might be rebranding, but it is still the rebels podcast. It is still Frontlines, Um, so, you know, there are already listeners and those listeners, they followed us through all this. So I think that they'd be, they'd be interested in hearing about all sorts of other stuff. So if you're out there listening to this and you want to get into podcasting, um, just show us what you got. That's really all it takes. And, uh, and, and like I said, if if you've got the stuff right, if you can talk for an hour, about a half an hour animated show and uh, and, and bring some uh, extra depth and um, and and uh, relevance to that content, then uh, then that's the sort of thing that we're looking for. So so consider this basically an open casting call uh, and, uh, and 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 uh, we'll uh, we'll listen to anybody absolutely yeah. anybody. So if you've got something, then send it through to, I uh, uh rebel at gmail.com. That's R E B E L C E L S at gmail.com.
0: Do it, do so, it like I did. You know, it's not like Mike said, nine years or eight years ago, I was listening to Mike. I was watching the show, uh, clone wars, and I was listening and go, man, I wonder if it, it'd be kind of cool to, to balance ideas and, and comment in commentary with him. I wonder if he'd be in, you know, this is, I didn't even know. I, I had was thinking of this before he even sent out the call and it's like, man, I love to talk about star Wars and this is kind of a cool thing to get into. And, and, and you just do it. You pick an episode, like Mike said, and you just, that's what I did. I picked an episode. It happened to be the first appearance of Ka, uh, Cad Bane, which I loved. Uh, so it was really easy to talk about that because the character was so cool to me. And I just riff for like 45 minutes, uh, on, uh, kind of like, kind of like you did it, Mike on the show and added my own little stuff to it. And, and that was it. And, and then the rest is history. So, um, I know there's plenty of people out there that are listening to this that would love, they, they probably listen to me and you, Mike and go, man, I want to jump in there. I want to jump into that conversation and, and say something. So man, don't hesitate. Just, just do it, man. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be polished. Look at me. I'm not polished. You just, you just get on here and you chat. So, um, so do it, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever, however you feel, um, whatever you, whatever, whatever style you want to bring to it, don't feel like Mm -hmm. you have to do what Matt and I do. Um, and, uh, and don't feel like you have to do it alone. If you and a friend want to submit an audition, basically, like it's open We're we're open to anything. So, uh, yeah, so that's the rebel cells at gmail.com. Uh, let us know and, uh, and, uh, stay tuned because, uh, cause I think, yeah. uh, I, I think, I think that, that things are about to get really exciting for star Wars animation. Um, and, uh, you know, we got one yeah. season of clone of, oh, sorry, clone of rebels left. And, uh, and, uh, and, and, and I don't know, man, the way that freemaker adventures is going, I, I, I hope that we're gonna get more of that because I love it so much, um, and uh, and and Forces of Destiny was awesome. Um, so, uh, actually, I should say Forces of Destiny has been awesome so far because we got more coming. Um, right. But yeah, uh, with that, I, I we hope you guys are excited uh, as excited as we are about the change. Um, and, uh, and obviously, uh, give us your feedback and all that sort of thing. Um, one of the, the other things is that like, if you're following us on Facebook or Twitter, um, no need to like look out for a new, for, for a new, um, facebook feed or twitter Twitter feed i'll actually be changing Mm -hmm. those over and that'll probably be like the first thing that you see because um what i'll probably end up doing is launching that as you guys are listening to this today um so once the announcement's out there it's like okay the the new the new social media and everything will be uh will be up and running so um, so yeah you, if you're if you're a long time listener and you've been following us on all of those platforms then uh, then you don't have to do anything. you're good to go um, you just yeah. might notice a new uh, account tweeting and that'll be uh, uh, something along the line of along the lines of rebel cells so um, so yeah look forward to all that stuff but uh, let's get into our first two, episodes of, uh, of uh, well actually our third and fourth episode of uh, Lego Star yeah, Wars the Freemaker fourth. Adventures Season 2
0: Let's do it The it. Freemaker is as good as mine What do you want?
1: General Syndulla sent me? Imagine making a single ship that could turn the tide of this war The Arrowhead, I can build it
0: Lego Star Wars, the Freemaker
1: Adventures. Sorry! I couldn't reach the brakes.
0: So, um, Mike, before we start, um, yeah. just real quick, um, this is a, a show where we talked about this yesterday that it's kind of like a Netflix, Netflix thing. Everything drops. like In the next two weeks, we're going to have all 13 episodes. And yeah. so we kind of we were figuring, like, what are we going to do? How are we going to cover this? And I know um, I know star scavengers, I'm not sure exactly how they're going to cover it, but we are going to try, it sounds like we're going to do a couple episodes, uh, a week, Mike, and then that'll get us toward almost to the beginning of rebels, right?
1: Yeah, basically. That's your yeah. Plan? So there are, uh, there are 11 episodes left in the season. I'm just going to double check that number actually. Yeah. So there's 13 total. Um, we already covered a new home and trouble on Tibalt back in, uh, the end of June. So uh, right. we're going to go, we're basically going to go two by two. Uh, so this week we're doing the uh, tower of Nor and the ember steel blade. Um, as we record this tonight on Thursday, uh, we've got the storms of towel tall. I uh, aired yesterday and return to the wheel is right. airing tonight. Um, which we'll cover next week. And then the week after that, we'll cover the Lost Crystals of Caledon and the Pit and the Pinnacle. And then the week after that, Flight of the Arrowhead and A Perilous Rescue. And then the week after that, Escape from Coruscant and Freefall. And then the week after that, we'll do Return of the Return of the Jedi. So all of these episodes will actually have aired by August 16th, which is about two weeks away. Um, But... But we're going to keep going for the uh, further from we've got this episode and then we'll have one, two, three, four, uh, five, six weeks after that. Uh, Is that right? Mm -hmm. What am I looking at? One, two, three, four, five. five, Sorry. Five weeks after after this week. So that'll bring us uh, into the middle of September. Um, at which point we will probably just be a couple of weeks away from the se- uh, season for uh, premiere of Star Wars Rebels, the fourth and final mm-hmm. season. So, um, so yeah, that should bring us right up to that. And then we'll obviously continue with, with Star Wars Rebels throughout the duration of that season. Um, if there are any significant breaks in there, we might decide to do some extra stuff. But... Um, but yeah, and then once Star Wars Rebels is done, we will uh, we'll take it from there. So maybe maybe we will have somebody coming in. Hopefully, like I'm not even gonna say maybe. Hopefully, we'll have somebody coming in to do uh, maybe Star Wars droids or Ewoks. Um, and uh, and then yeah. and then at some point, yeah, Matt and I are gonna do. Uh, we're gonna we'll we'll actually go back and do the Gendy Tartakovsky Clone Wars stuff. I think. Um, and, uh, and, and one of the other things is that there are actually episodes of the Clone Wars that we've never covered. Um, and that's the, not the lost episodes cause we've done, we did all of those when mm-hmm. that hit Netflix, but, um, uh, the, uh, the like bad batch, the ones that, that are incomplete. Um, so we've never right. actually covered those on the podcast because we had finished we had put a close on, uh, on Frontlines at episode, uh, 138. Um, (laughs) for the, for the significance of the number. And I didn't want to reopen that because I liked how we ended on one, three, eight, one bracket, one, three, eight. Um, I, yeah, that's cool. But now that it can be a rebel cells episode, everything's back on the table. So look forward to that. Um, but yeah, Yeah. so, so as far as, uh, Freemaker Adventures is concerned, we're going to go two by two until the season finale and then we'll give the season finale, um, a full episode on its own, partially because it's the season finale and we'll kind of talk about what's next for, for, uh, for Freemaker Adventures and what we'd like to see, um, uh, from a season three, but also because mm. uh, it's an odd number of episodes, and so we can't do them two by two, right? <laughs> and have it and have it yeah, end yeah. perfectly. So, so uh, yeah, return of the Return of the Jedi will be its own its own thing. I, this is one of the really cool things, and I'm gonna say spoilers. Uh, so if you don't want to hear this, just skip ahead a couple seconds. But I mean, all the episode titles and descriptions are out there. Uh, but the episode description for Return of the Return of the Jedi is the FreeMakers wind up in the middle of the Battle of Endor, where Rowan has his final confrontation <laughs> with MOC. So, wow! How cool is that, right? Um, so yeah, well, I'm looking yeah. forward to to talking about that, and I'm sure that we'll have a lot to say when we get there. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's awesome. Let's talk right so, now about the Tower of. Yeah, Battle, yeah, right.
0: Yeah. So uh, these episodes obviously are going to be a little. Uh, shorter we don't go quite as in depth as we do in mm-hmm. rebels but in any event um you know as we go on during the weeks there's there'll be other star wars stuff to talk about because we do like to yeah. talk about all things star wars especially oh yeah because so, uh, at, at some yeah. point
1: in there i i there'll be a trailer right yeah there will be some force friday something Yeah, you know, oh, it's true. all it's all kind of so mixed in so there's lots of star wars stuff to talk yeah. about
0: yeah yeah, so uh, I guess starting with uh, – this is episode three. We, Like you said, we talked about the first two. Yep. On the previous episode, which was entitled Trouble on Balt, uh we were introduced to uh, the Emperor's new creation, the MOC, and his renewed interest in uh, going after Rowan. So um, – and, and then Rowan has this dream – of a ship, which which we'll know as the Arrowhead. Yeah. And uh, kind of their their part in the rebellion and and where it's going from here. So that was kind of the last episode. We got introduced introduced to MOC, which was like the big thing. So in this episode, this episode starts with Rowan and Corey, Mike, trying to decipher Rowan's dream. And then Corey brings up Alistair Noor and how it's a place where great minds find inspiration. So that was his... um, Kind of like his intro to what is going to happen in this episode, and then we we jump to Vader and the Emperor checking on the MOC and his new present, uh, the his new lightsabers, and he, yeah. it's kind of funny to he you – Oh, know, it spins too. So yeah. uh,
1: it's basically, an uh, Inquisitor kind of lightsaber. A funny... Yeah,
0: yeah, that's exactly what I thought. I go, oh, the Inquisitor lightsaber. That's great. Yeah. So the the, uh, the MOC has some new toys because last time they faced off he didn't have the lightsabers and it didn't go so well for him so the emperor has uh, kind of stepping up his game with yeah. moc and giving him uh, some new lightsabers so yeah. i also like the banter vader was talking about uh, you know he can be his favorite droid or you can be his least favorite hunter droid so uh the yeah. like i said the the banter between vader and emperor is so good in, in all these episodes and starts in this episode as well um Then we get to uh, Cordy. She's addressing the troops and suggesting every conservative – she's suggesting the energy uh, conservation uh, conservation thing. thing. Yeah. (laughs) About turning off all the lights, Uh, which is so funny because I hear that all the time in my house. I don't know if you guys hear this listening, Mike, if you hear this, but my wife is constantly – yelling at me and the kids about turning lights off turn the line off we're wasting energy turn this yeah. off so that rung kind of super true for me i don't know about you what do you think mike uh, i I'm am that
1: guy i'm that person in this house i'm the one who walks right when <laughs> every light in the house is on right yeah. okay um, you're that guy okay yeah i'm that guy so yeah. uh yeah no i i like that and you know what it is funny because i was actually listening to a podcast um i think it might have been i i uh oh it was um the turnaround which is a podcast series where I, I the host of that I can't remember his name right now I just started listening to it it's a new podcast I'm listening to he was interviewing Ira Glass from uh, uh This American Life and they brought up an old episode of This American Life where um where they went to a like an aircraft carrier and uh, and this person interviewed uh, a, this woman who works on, on an aircraft carrier and her whole job is to, um, is to restock the vending machines on an aircraft carrier. Mm-hmm. Right. And that like, <laughs> like, you know, you don't think about it, but like those aircraft carriers are like small cities, right? Like they got thousands of people on them in order to run everything. Um, and, uh, and, and so it's one person's job, like their whole job is just to go around, refilling the vending machines for everybody um and this really reminded me of that which is like you know we're used to uh following around the a team right of uh luke han leia um and their and their uh, uh compatriots uh, that's that's what we focus on when when we're watching star wars um and then you know uh rogue one goes off and shows us the b team which is like Jin and Cassian and and that sort of thing, and I think that Star Wars Rebels it's kind of similar. It's like these are the these are the behind the scenes guys, but they're all still heroes, right? right? Um, and right. then and even within Freemaker Adventures, we've got like um, um, oh, what's the what's the what's the the commander's name? The the is it Lieutenant Lieutenant? The Blue Squadron yeah, leader. Well, is it? V- is it oh, like...
0: from, from Rogue One?
1: No, no, from FreeMaker Adventures. Um, the new character, oh, oh, oh.
0: Lieutenant Valeria.
1: Yeah, Lieutenant Valeria. Um, she, yeah. I would even like. She's like a B team sort of, sort of character. But we don't get to see like the right. lower level C or D level characters. Um, the the you know we see them in the backgrounds, like the dude who sits in the little, the the little I I. Tower thing on Yavin Four, pointing the radar gun and like you know, going pew pew <laughs> as right. everybody comes in for a landing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or you know, like the Gonk power droid that's just cruising around, powering things up and and uh, and and charging uh, uh, rechargeable batteries, and basically everybody's plugging <laughs> their phone into them. Um, but right. but the FreeMakers definitely like fit into that level with the exception. I think of Rowan who is, who's off doing his heroic stuff. Right. But I think in this episode in the tower of Alistair, or we start to see like Cordy has a role to play in the rebellion and it's right. an important role, even though it's not, you know, flying a starfighter or, uh, or leading a, a strike team on, on the forest moon of Endor. Right. Like she's not a general, um, she's not at that level, but she still has an important role to play. And then in the next scene, we also find out about, um, about what Xander is up to and where he fits with the rebellion. And that's as, as a mechanic, essentially, like he's, he's their new star mechanic. So, and I love that scene where I, the, The X Wing's smoking, and it's like, ah, they'll, there's, that thing's done for. There's no way you can fix that. And, uh, and, and Lieutenant Valeria's like, just, just wait. Just wait and see. And then Xander (laughs) pops out from underneath it, and he's like, yep, there you go. It's a cracked whatever thing. And, uh, and, uh, it should, should be running perfectly now. And, uh, and Valeria's like, you know, Xander, like, this is, this is what I, I love about you. You just, you're the best mechanic in the, in the rebellion. I, uh, you really, you know, you, you're, you're my, what is it? He, she calls him something like her star, star yeah, something I, or other. I, I can't remember it. what it was. So, But uh, yeah, it was totally like, yeah. like, like, oh, you're like my, my star mechanic. And he's like, I could be your star pilot. And he, she's like, <laughs> nope. Yeah. Nope. You're a really good mechanic. I'm keeping you right where you are. And it's one of those things. And I think a lot of people encounter this at work where you get so good at your job that like, you'll never be promoted out of that job because you can't like, you're too valuable where you are, even though you're like, but I want to do more. Like I want, I want a promotion. I want to get paid more money. I want whatever. Right. Um, But you've got a supervisor uh, or a manager in some capacity who's like, no, I got to keep you right where you are because without you, this place will fall apart. And it's like, yeah, without me, this place will fall apart. Doesn't that mean that I, you know, I deserve more responsibility. And like, that's, it was kind right. of that moment with Xander of him being like, I, but I'm just as good a pilot yeah. as I am yeah. a mechanic. Yeah. And she's like, no, I need you where you are. And it's like, Oh, okay. Right. Um, he sort of reluctantly. That's
0: funny. I've... Yeah. Well, it's funny. Cause I kind of wrote down the exact same thing you were saying, Mike, like he, yeah, He's a great mechanic, obviously, I, but he wants so bad to be a pilot. He wants so bad to be out there battling it out because he is an excellent pilot. He's shown that. Right. And I don't know. I think I think soon, I don't know, this season, uh, maybe later on that we'll see him actually uh, get a chance to show what he can do. I don't know. Do you have any uh, any thoughts on that, Mike? Like, will we see him pilot something soon?
1: Well, I mean, we we did get to see him pilot the the Jedi starfighter in the next episode. So true, we that's a true. Little bit of that. yeah. I mean, it was a little bit more. Um, we didn't see much of it, and it was a little bit more. It's not like fighting or anything. Yeah, yeah. he wasn't in like a dogfight. They were like big ship, little ship against a big ship, sort of thing. But right, um, right, yeah. But yeah, we saw yeah, a little I was, bit. I, I do think. Thing. I do think so. I think. I think that um, that at some point we'll get to see it. And I think, like, I I anticipate that when the arrowhead is ready that that Xander will be the one flying it, right? Like, he's...
0: Mm, interesting. Yeah. Like,
1: um... Rowan, as we learn... I, we're kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but as we learn at the end of this episode, Rowan is a force builder, right? Like, which is this very specific group of Jedi. Um, so that's mm-hmm. his role to play. <coughs> Sorry, you have to excuse me. We have all these fire, like, uh, forest fires burning in, in British Columbia right now. And so, like, our, the air outside is just thick with smoke. Like, it's ridiculous. So, you might be hearing my voice start to go as this episode continues on. And I just want everybody to know why. Um, but, I, cause I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm feeling it really hard cause of my allergies. But, anyways, um... <clears throat> Just so you know, why I'm coughing and, and clearing my throat, I. But I, I, every all the three free makers, they all have a role to play. I think in in, mm-hmm. um, obviously yeah. within the rebellion as we were just talking about, but w- even within their specific mission, and I think it's one of the mm-hmm. one of the great strengths of the show is in them really defining those characters in a similar way to the the, the characters on. Um, on Star Wars Rebels, right? Um, they're a family, just like the Star Wars Rebels, the ghost crew. but it literally in this case, they're they their siblings. But um, they've all, they all have their special skills, and those special skills come together to create the freemakers. And the freemakers are mm-hmm. this great asset to the rebellion. Um, and uh, and obviously, Admiral Akbar and, uh, and, uh, Hera have, have noticed that. Um, right. And so I think that at a certain point they, they will get their opportunity to shine. Um, I, I think that maybe in flight of the arrowhead, um, you know, we might, we might get to see a little bit of that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Cordy is, 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 good at acquiring the parts that they need and keeping them on track and all that sort of thing. And then Xander's this great pilot and, and, uh, Rowan's the one with the plan, right? He's the one, he's the one with the with the right. vision and the ability to put together this, this incredible ship. Um, so yeah. yeah, I, you know,
0: well, you mentioned the, we're already starting to see even in this episode, like, the the different paths that the free makers are taking like you know rowan's here asking for help he wants to get to this alice and 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 cordy and and zander like no i can't do it right now because i'm doing this or that he takes off on his own and and so we're already starting to see like them kind of do their own thing like you said and i'll just have to say too um Cordia, she was addressing the, kind of like the, the rebel crew there. She also mentions about limiting the showers to five minutes, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, much to the surprise of the Mongolian, of Admiral Akbar. So <laughs> that was super funny, too. And I do, I'm doing the same thing in my case. I'm like, get out of the shower you know first of all they let the shower run for like five minutes before they even get in the damn thing <laughs> and then i have to yell at them after that I'm like hurry the heck up so it's, it's a lot of this stuff kind of rings true as a, as a father so it's kind of funny that to, to hear that um rowan and Corey uh start to take uh, let's see rowan and Corey take the star, star scavenger with roger into off to uh, Alstonor, So they take off. They go for Alicentor. Uh, Xander and Cordy discuss Rowan asking about going to Al. So they're talking to each other like, he asked you and what did you think? So they're doing that back and forth. And then uh, Cordy goes, um, you didn't think he would? Why am I asking? Of course he did. So yeah. you get this funny banter between them and like, it's Rowan. Of course he's gone. Yeah. Why am I even asking you? He's gone. So uh, that was kind of a funny thing there. Uh, and then we get Rowan and Cordy. They arrive on Alstonor, and the uh, MOC has a droid watching the area, so automatically he gets alerted to that. Uh, and then MOC alerts the Emperor uh, and in the words of the... Uh, uh, let's see what I write here. The Emperor and the words. Oh, this, so this is the point where the Emperor and the MOC, at the same time, they say, proceed to Osnore and engage the target. And then, and then the Emperor see see, uh, you can't do anything without me. So yeah. another funny, funny line, you know, he's, he's kind of making fun of 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 his power and the MOC is already on top of it. You know, he already knows what to do, but the emperor's like, yeah, they can't do anything without me. So every single scene has like just a funny moment in it. They throw these things in it. And like I said before, we, we covered episode one or season one that there's obviously it's great for kids, but as a parent watching it, you're totally invested in it because there's these great jokes that kids don't get that, kind of are meant for us. So I just love that kind of thing. Um, where else we go, Mike? Where, what happens after this? Um, well, yeah. Let's so see. They, uh, Rowan, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, uh, Rowan, he, Rowan eventually arrives on Alistair Norton, and it's a, kind of like a jungle type planet, right? Where yeah. Corey says inspiration uh, kind of you know permeates through this thing. Uh, and then Gundarks gun come in any direction. So it's, he says, actually, inspiration and Gundarks come in any direction, and we get our first look at some Gundarks in this particular world. Um, so uh, let's see. Back at the Robo Fleet, all the fighters take off, leaving Xander and Cordy with nothing to fly. Uh, and there is another great moment in here. You, if you look in the background, you see the air traffic control guy. He's kind of in the background, moving his sticks around, and it's like. Obviously, none of the pilots were paying any attention to what he was doing. But yeah. he kind of walks off and he's kind of whistling. Like, like, look how great a job I did. So you even got to look past and behind sometimes to find some of the funny gags and jokes that are going on in the show. So I just thought that was funny, too. But this is the point, Mike, where we get to uh, the, like this Jedi temple and the force abilities. And uh, you're talking about this force builder thing. This is a new thing to – at least to me, I've never heard this thing before. This is a new thing to, to Lego and, and Star Wars, right?
1: Uh, well, actually, last year around the same time that the FreeMaker Adventures came out, they released mm-hmm. an app called Lego Star Wars Force Builder. Um, and in okay. Force Builder, you could yeah, they would basically give you a bunch of different types of pieces. So, like different different um, like p- cockpits. So like an Mm X-Wing cockpit with the fuselage and uh, like sort of the main chassis of the X-Wing or like a Jedi Starfighter or uh, in a later update, they they added the Phantom. And so they gave you all of these different um, all these different bodies and then different types of wings and then different types of blasters and engines. And you could build Mm -hmm. uh, custom Star Wars Lego ships um, and so it was very much part of FreeMaker Adventures. Like it was ca- kind of a tie-in, even though it wasn't branded as FreeMaker Adventures. Um, like you were on the wheel, and uh, and and uh, and the FreeMakers were actually like characters that you could unlock in that game. Mm. Um, actually, it, like the game still, you can get it. Um, and they ad- they had a big update for Rogue One, and they added all the Rogue One ships and stuff like that. So. Um yeah, it's actually like force builder uh, I I think it, I I don't know if it comes from that app or if that app got that from because at at that point I think they probably would have been working on season 2 of Freemaker Adventures. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know. I don't know which came first, but there is yeah. a connection there obviously. Um but I, this is yeah. this is our first implication that the force builders are part of Star Wars lore right and um, right right yeah so that completely new completely new uh, subset of Jedi and you know like you mm-hmm. take it with a grain of salt because uh, this is Lego Star Wars it's not Star Wars proper but as we've talked about right. before with the continuity and and with uh, Canon um, Lego Star Wars the Freemaker Adventures is Canon in the sense that these characters exist in the Star Wars galaxy. Um, right. Did the stories happen exactly as they happen on Lego Star Wars, the Freemaker adventures? No, because it's the Lego version, right? But <clears throat> in Return of the Jedi, off somewhere else, uh, we now know that... Um, I that Hera was there because we're going to see that in forces of destiny. We know that right. the new characters from star Wars battlefront too, that they were at the battle of Endor as well, even though we never saw them on screen. Cause we were focused on our heroes and we know that, that, uh, that the freemakers are going to be somehow involved. Right. So like this stuff, this stuff is all happening, but we don't see it all in the movies um, and and then when you get into the Lego Star Wars aspect of it, it gets a little bit more complicated because it's not it's not canon the way that it happened, but it is continuity that it did happen, right? So mm-hmm. the Kyber saber, yeah. uh, the arrowhead, um, and 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 the Freemakers, like this is all stuff moc. Uh, these are all things that exist in the star wars galaxy now um and as i've said before i would love to see realistic takes on the on the characters um we did actually get to see at star wars celebration um this year we got to see some concept art um of uh of the freemakers um and that concept art shows them realistically like it shows it shows Ryan right. in saw that, yeah. Yeah, in, mm-hmm. in both his season one outfit and his his season two outfits um, yeah. in, in a realistic uh, manner so so yeah like these characters are are fully realized Star Wars characters which uh, which is which is really cool um, but it yeah. gets really yeah. interesting when you start introducing things like force builders which are obviously very Lego Star Wars focused. Um but I mean like maybe Ray is a force builder as well, right? Like would that not explain her ability to fix anything? Right? Like like <clears throat> you have to think of Star Wars as a much larger organism than just the films or just what we've already seen. Um John Boyega was actually mm-hmm. quoted in an entertainment weekly article that was published today um he was talking about ryan johnson and ryan johnson's approach to to the last jedi and this idea that you know bringing in different directors is great because they bring in new ideas and one of the most exciting things about star wars especially now is new stuff we're getting new stuff constantly so I know that there's a lot of the older Star Wars fans and and you know, we're probably fairly safe from controversy because they're not watching Freemaker Adventures because they think it's for kids. And if they don't have kids, then mm-hmm. they're not they're not open to the idea that kids shows can be fun. Um mm-hmm. but um th- we have these older fans who are not they're not even open to the idea that a stormtrooper could be black. And it's like, look, nothing in the original trilogy, nothing in in the prequels, nothing in the expanded universe indicates that that's not a possibility. But they've decided Mm -hmm. because they have created this headcanon uh, that that's not Star Wars. And this is one of those aspects where it's like, force builders, that's not Star Wars. It's just in that dumb Lego show. It's not real. And to me, it's like, no, you got to think bigger. And you have to think in the terms mm-hmm. of like force builder, okay? In terms of Lego Star Wars, obviously that means that they're good at building Lego, right? It's force builder. I think if Lego Star Wars exists in the in the Lego movie universe, like the Lego movie and um, and Lego Batman exists in that universe, and then Lego Star Wars maybe also exists in that universe. I don't know, um, but let's say it does because Lando and Han and Chewie show up in the Lego movie um then force builder might be the in-universe term for master builder right which is a, a lego movie term so that translates into lego star wars as force builder but then force builder translates into the regular star wars continuity as this this great aptitude for for mechanical building right and who do we see that in? We see that we see it obviously in Rowan because we're talking about him as a force builder. But we also see it to a certain extent in Luke. He's he's pretty mm-hmm. good at at, at uh, you know like repairing um, uh, his his T sixteen skyhopper and building a lightsaber, yeah. right? Like these are core skills. Anakin Skywalker is most certainly in that that category, right? Anakin can fix anything. And it's like, well, how? Why? He just understands. He understands mechanics. He understands electronics, and he understands it because he feels it in the Force, right? He like that that aptitude is just there. In the same way that that Ezra has this affinity for animals because he's connected to the Force in this very empathetic way, right? Um, well, Rowan uh, mm-hmm. and Rey and Anakin seem to all share this skill, this ability right. to put things together, right? And Ray can look at something and she can go, wait, I can just bypass the compressor. And she knows exactly what to rip out and it works. And it's like, and Han mm-hmm. kind of gives her that look of like, huh. And I always read that as a lot of those moments between Han and Ray. I read as him going like man you really remind me of Luke. It's so weird how mm-hmm. right now you're reminding me of Luke. I've ne- I didn't think <laughs> there was that much green in the whole galaxy. Man yeah. that really reminds me of Luke Skywalker, like one of my best friend, <laughs> right? Like like it's those yeah. moments and so it's like I like I I don't know. I don't know if you if you connect those dots, but those are the dots that I connect because I want Freemaker Adventures to exist within my Canon. And that's how I look mm-hmm. at this stuff. We've talked about that millions of times on front lines and, uh, and, and rebels. Um, yeah, that on front lines, we had a term for it. It was F level Canon. And it's like, that's, this is what we right. deem to be Canon. Um, is this mm-hmm. little side story or this piece over here. Right. So, so to me, it's like, yeah, that's, yeah. this is, this is, uh, it's free makers. It's more F level Canon um there's there's g level canon which is the stuff that comes straight from george and there's the movie canon and there's the novel canon and all that stuff and and uh and and force builders that's totally uh f level canon which is the the which is our level of canon so you guys can take Uh it or leave it but i i personally think that it's awesome
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was totally intrigued by the whole force builders um, thing, and and the way actually this scene sets up with uh, Rowan using the force. He he traps some uh, Gundarks, and he kind of builds a quick cage out of the force, and he and yep. it kind of that's going to come into play in a in a moment here. But um, uh, you get uh, Quarry uh, talking about this. Uh, place that was built by the force builder so i that totally intrigued me I'm like, wow what's this you know it got really serious here for a second and then roland goes into this sort of force type vision dream thing where he sees a city built by the jedi uh he's seeing his dream and he sees the arrowhead clearly he sees the arrowhead yeah. and then what it's supposed to look like so man i totally love that stuff i mean it, you're kind of going along with the the force visions there and pulling stuff from what you'd see in a movie and, and put yeah. it into this. So I just totally intrigued by that. I love that. Yeah. Uh, and then as soon as that happens, boom, the, the MOC attacks and we get a fight between Rowan and the MOC. And i tell you what, totally reminded me of the revenge of the Sith fight with Obi-Wan and Anakin when they were fighting on the ropes of Mustafar. Yeah. Uh, you know, totally. but Rowan's using actually a tree. You yeah. uh, know, Rowan's using the vines to stay. He's basically using mm. these vines to stay in the fight with the MOC because the MOC has his own jet pack. Um, and it's funny too that Rowan goes, "Hey, you have a lightsaber now," so uh, yeah. he's kind of like, "Oh, this guy's got lightsaber. Got to got to step it up a little bit." And then, uh, you know, in the world of of Star Wars and force abilities, um, Rowan is becoming pretty powerful already. And uh, I kind of like that in, with his ability to use the force and build stuff and then uh, his, his fighting ability and able to handle the MOC fairly well until the MOC is finally run over by those same Gundarks that he trapped earlier. They escaped and they uh, run him over. So uh, any thoughts, Mike, on this particular scene and the, uh, the fight and, you and know, just, what was going on here?
1: Um, I, I said this before when we were doing our Trouble on Tibalt um, recap. Mm-hmm in a previous episode I season two I the 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 writing is just as great as it was before um in season one which is which is fantastic I think it's like top tier uh definitely for kids shows and and I think just for comedy writing I think that they do such a fantastic job but then the place where season two has really taken it up to the next level is in the action and and you're talking about like them swinging around on the vines, and and uh, MOC's got his jetpack, and yeah. Rowan's swinging, and they're having this battle, mm-hmm. and it's like it's that. And uh, and in the next episode, there's some Starfighter stuff, and and I really yeah. I watch it, and I say to myself, this is every bit as good as Star Wars Rebels. Like these action. Oh, I know moments, you, you had a hot take earlier. <laughs> yeah, these action moments <laughs> are every bit as good. Yeah. And then on top of that, like, like, don't I don't want people to take this the wrong way because I did tweet this. I think that I'm at the point where I actually like Freemaker Adventures more. And I think I may have even said something to this effect last season. But I think I like Freemaker Adventures more than I like Star Wars Rebels. And that's not to say anything bad about Star Wars Rebels. Star Wars Rebels is like five star a plus level star Wars. I think it's some of the best star Wars that's ever been done, especially when it's firing on all cylinders. Like some of those episodes, mm-hmm. the season, the season two finale is unbelievable. Oh, right. Yeah. It's every bit as good as For any sure. one of the movies. Um, the My thing with Freemaker adventures is that that show starts and I am smiling from the first frame until the episode's over and i just have so much fun watching it and i'm not ashamed to say that like yeah i have a daughter she's 11 months old uh, this seems like the sort of thing that i would sit and watch with her i don't i sit and i watch it by myself crystal kind of uh, checked out same, she's same here. she's busy with <laughs> school or whatever and and uh, and work and you know and uh, and and doing whatever around the house. And I'm like, sorry, I gotta watch Freemakers. I gotta watch these two episodes of Freemakers so that we can podcast. It's like, okay, go watch them. So I go and I sit and I watch them. And I'm just like, I'm just grinning like an idiot the whole time. And laughing out loud. Like I don't laugh when I'm watching like what I consider to be funny sitcoms. You know, like I'll be watching a, a sitcom during the regular season of TV. And and I'll be like, huh? That's funny, but when I'm watching FreeMaker Adventures and Palpatine is is talking over moc and moc is like and I'll I I will go to to Alastair and I'll and blah 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 and and <laughs> yeah. and Palpatine is right you know like at the half a second after okay and then and then you're gonna yep that sure was a great idea I had <laughs> I'm like this is yeah. hilarious yeah. like I don't know. So many people are sleeping on this show and, and uh, Jonah Marie and I talked about it last week when we were, when we were podcasting. I don't understand why people are sleeping on this show. It's fantastic. The quality is every bit as good, especially in season two as, as star Mm -hmm. Wars rebels. And, and I think that, that it deserves credit for that. I think that it deserves to have its fandom And uh, and, you know, like like there's there's the two of us, there's Jonah Marie and uh, and uh, Aaron Goins over on Star Scavengers. And, you know, if it's just the four of us banging this drum for for adult Star Wars fans. um, I'm I I can't say that I'm fine with that because I think that everybody should be watching this show. But, you know, like if that's what we got to do, then I think that the four of us are content to just keep doing that um and just keep celebrating oh, yeah. this for show sure. for as long as it takes because i think it's awesome you know and i'm sure i i think yeah. that tim watches it as well and you know like i'm sure that there's lots i know that matt matt campbell watches it um and he tries to get his kids to watch it with him, but they kind of just buzz around him and i think his daughter just asks for moana but um but you know yeah. like like <laughs> this it's it's a great show for adults i mean we're gonna when we wrap up Alistair, we're going to get into the Embersteel Blade, which I think is one of the best episodes of the series so far. Um, Grabala is not a character for kids. That character is right. written for adults. His jokes are totally adult jokes. And and mm-hmm. uh, there's so much. Like, MOC's sense of humor is so dry. It's it's almost like British, right? It's almost like a Monty Python type oh, of yeah. humor. And it's like, it's, right. it's so, it's such clever comedy, um, that I, I love that it's not talking down to kids. It's accessible, but it is it, I think it will challenge them to sort of find the humor. And, um, Cara and I watch ghostbusters cause that's on Netflix. So we watch ghostbusters on Saturday mornings. We'll watch like two or three episodes. And the writing on freemaker adventures really reminds me of some of those great episodes of ghostbusters that, like, Ghostbusters is another show just like Freemaker Adventures that, like, on the surface, people go, Oh, it's just a kid's show. It's like it's like Ninja Turtles or He-Man. And it's like, you watch Ninja Turtles and He-Man, and they're definitely aimed at kids. They're written for kids. They're very silly or very sort of simple, right? Not to take anything away from He-Man or, or Ninja Turtles, but because I love both of those things. Um but Ghostbusters was written with this sort of sophistication to its storytelling that didn't talk down to kids, and I feel like Freemaker Adventures definitely hits that same that same level. Uh, it's bedtime, mm-hmm. so I don't know if you guys can hear that in the background, but it's definitely bedtime in the Cohen household. <laughs> oh and, no, um, it's
0: bedtime! No, yeah, Cara, <laughs>
1: not the biggest fan of bedtime, especially when I'm in the oh. other room podcasting she's hey neither like, am podcast so yeah no who neither is right? neither am so I <laughs> just in case you guys um, can hear that
0: yeah just barely barely I guess we'll finish up uh, this particular episode mm-hmm. with uh, back on the rebel base Cordy and Xander they finally get the ship there you know they finally built something and it's immediately smashed by Rowan who couldn't actually reach yeah. the break. So I thought that was funny. <laughs> and after a reunion, uh, Corey says, uh, Rowan is the last of the force builders and Rowan proceeds to build a small version of the era. So he, he builds this little mock-up and, uh, and it kind of cuts to a scene with the MOC, uh, puts himself back together and he, he's confer, uh, conferring with the emperor. And then Vader checks in on his death star and the Kyber crystals. And then the scene involves uh, him and some of his, uh, Imperials, and he ends up throwing one out of a window uh, for uh, yeah. some mistakes he made. Yeah, I so, love uh, it. So that's good. Kind of, yeah, that's that's it was that was actually one of my favorite scenes too. Uh, so yeah, and so, you know what so, yeah, you, you know again, what like it I reminded said, is that you uh, know
1: what it reminded me of in the c- series premiere, the one hour series premiere for Star Wars Rebels. You remember towards the end of the episode when I think it's I think it's the Inquisitor, or. Mm-hmm. Is it the? Inquis- I can't remember who it is, but somebody I uh, boots one of the stormtroopers off the platform. You remember and like and then the stormtroopers are like hanging onto the thing at the end because it's like because because oh, yeah. they screwed up because the because the the the, right. the ghost crew gets away and it's like it, maybe it was Callus was it Callus who did it? I think it might have been Callus. Yeah, because the guy's yeah. like like I think he's like like holding on to the edge or something like that, and Callus just like kicks him off. And it totally reminded Mm -hmm. me of that. It's like, this is the Imperial thing. You know, when you're, you know, most people, it's a poor job performance. You know, I'm going to get written up. There's going to be like an official reprimand or, you know, maybe I'll lose my job. You know, if that happens to you at some point in your life, just think it could be worse. I could be working for the Empire, in which case the common punishment is just to be thrown off a very high platform. Uh, into into an abyss <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah,
0: um, yeah no it's uh, <clears throat> i said it was a solid episode i, I love like i said the banter between yeah. vader and emperor and then also the the uh responses that moc does these quick these quick responses that are that are totally funny uh love the introduction of this new ancient jedi city on the planet of uh, alistair nor yeah and uh cory's kind of like his he revealed a bit of knowledge about the Jedi and how there was a group known as the Force Builders. And, and we talked about that in this ancient uh, order devoted to creating the finest art and architecture yeah. in Starships. So, uh, like you said, Mike, just expanding this, this galaxy in, in new uh, new ways. So, it's, it's really cool. Yeah, um, sure. You want to get to the Ember Steel Bay? Well,
1: just before we do, I just have to put this out there uh, to uh, yeah. the series creators, uh, Bill Motts and, and Bob Roth. If you guys are listening, I want to know. You just tell me what I got to do. How do I get the mini kit for the arrowhead? Cause, cause that's what, like, so for oh, Lego, okay. yeah, yeah. for Lego collectors, especially Lego star Wars collectors, there are, um, there's these things called mini kits, which are the, and if you play the Lego star Wars games, you'll be familiar with them. Um, because in, in Lego star Wars, the force awakens, you could actually get the mini kits and then, and then pilot them around, uh, in the, in sort of the open world areas. Um, but what Rowan builds at the end of the episode, it, like you were saying, it's kind of like a little mock up, a little model, um, sort of in their world, but in the real world, that would be considered a mini kit. And, um, you know, like I can't, I, I've got the star scavenger. Because I love the Freemakers. The Arrowhead's a pricey set. The Arrowhead in Canada is $109.99. That's a lot of money for a Lego set. Don't get me wrong, I've absolutely spent that much. I've spent a lot more. But I but but that was before I had a kid. So I want to get the mini kit for the arrowhead because I can't get the big one. So, so uh, Bill, Bob, you just tweet at us, let me know. Last season, at the end of the season, I said that I needed uh, the build instructions for you know when Rowan um, takes apart the Star Scavenger and puts it back together as a new ship so that they can get through the Imperial blockade. Um, I said like I want the instructions for that. How, where do I get the instructions? Somebody tell me. Well, I think it, it was either Bill or Bob. I'm pretty sure that I uh, tweeted us and let me know where I could get those instructions. So I've actually taken my Star Scavenger Lego set apart, built it into that one, and then taken it apart again and put it back as the regular Star Scavenger. So so I I you know like I'll settle for instructions because I think that I have most of the pieces. I was looking at it and I I think I'm good. I think I'm I think I'm I think I got most of that covered from the Star Wars sets that I already have. But if if they're ever going to put out one of those mini kits, I need to know how to get one. Um, and this is me basically campaigning for a mini kit for the Arrowhead. So I just have to, we have this platform. Uh, I don't take advantage of it very often, but if I can just bend the ear of, uh, of the, of the series creators, if they're listening to this episode in particular, you know, just, uh, you know, we support you guys. So, so, you know, you guys could maybe throw us a bone, but I, uh, if I want to say that these it, are out there. Yeah, the mini kit. You think the Arrowhead mini kit? I, I should have googled it at first, but um. no. I well, either
0: that or somebody put on put out some instructions on how to how to build it with yeah. using you know regular current Legos. I want to say I saw some kind of instructions out there. i okay. I have to research that, but it might it might already be out there. I think so. Uh, but but like you said, Mike, if you're listening, hey, that's awesome. Let's, let's let's hear back. Hopefully, we hear back from them. I'm sure they. They uh, they're pretty good about uh, talking to some of their fans on yeah. uh, on Twitter Oh yeah, and all that. they're so. the
1: best. Oh man, it's so great yeah, for sure. them yeah. as well as uh, uh, Lila and Chi is so great. The it's we're yeah. we're very lucky to 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 have uh, you know I like I, everybody should know I, uh, that I do Quiver the Green Arrow podcast uh, with my friend Amanda. It's also part of Thunder and, um, you know, we get, we, we were really lucky to get Stephen Amell on an episode of that podcast. Um, and he came, we did an interview with him, but just being totally honest with everybody, we did that interview. It went live and I haven't talked to him since then. Right. Like I, I sent mm-hmm. him an email and then, you know, like he's a busy guy. He never got back to me. Totally understand just a podcast. Right. But we are so lucky, uh, to have, the community that we have with star Wars podcasting that doesn't just involve like you guys, the listeners as well as, um, other podcasters, but the people who make star Wars, they listen to our podcasts. They, they, they check us out. They're connected. They know what we're doing and, um, and they support it and that we're so lucky. We're so lucky to be amongst the podcast that get shout outs and stuff like that. So just, I think we said it at the end of last season, um, at the end of the last season of, of Freemaker adventures a year ago, but, but I'll just say it again. Like, like like the, the, the creators and the writers of this show are so awesome. They're so great. Um, they're doing such a great job and we love supporting them. So it's totally a cherry on top, um, to, mm-hmm. to have them communicate back to us and say, you know, like, like great episode or, um, or it's even to just retweet us and, and get the word out and that sort of thing. And it's like, it the, there's such a great attitude at Lucasfilm that, you know, like, like they know, like we're taking their audio and we're ripping it and putting together intros and stuff like that, which they could totally tell right. us to stop, right? Like it's totally within their, within their power to say cease and assist, right? But they don't because they understand that, that it's like a mutual, uh, there's like a, a, a mutual relationship of, you know, like you guys put out right. great content, we support that content, and then when you guys support our content, more people find the FreeMaker Adventures, and that helps everybody. So, um, and it, it's the same for for uh, uh, Tracy at Lucasfilm, and uh, and and. With Star Wars Rebels and all that stuff, like we're so lucky, we're so so lucky. Cause I, w- with the other podcasts and Thunderquack, like I don't think that talking Time Lords gets props from the Doctor Who writers, you know? Like uh, it should, cause I think they're doing a good job too. But like we just were so lucky to have that with Star Wars and with with the with the Free Maker Ven- Adventures in particular. But enough of my right. gushing. I like you know i i good stuff man let's talk about ember steel yeah you're right ember steel blade yeah
0: so uh this thing starts off with um vader going through his rolodex if you mm-hmm. will of planets looking for the uh, Kyber crystals and yeah. again totally funny as he's clicking through this thing and and, and his uh, imperial keeps saying no 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 yeah. no you already clicked that one i no. love
1: <laughs> i love that we're that we're planting the oh, seeds geez. of return of the jedi at the beginning of the yeah. season here that like, like obviously them yeah. being on home one, Admiral Akbar being around all of that stuff is sort of building up to this point. And, um, and, and it's so great. The, the, the idea that, that while Palpatine and MOC are trying to track down the freemakers, Vader's over here and he's got, you know, he's got his plan to, to recruit Luke Skywalker, I, uh, to overthrow the emperor. And then on top of that, he's also, he's got to build a, a second death star, right? He's in charge of building the second death star. Right. So, um, yeah, I just, I, I love that. I love that, that. we're we're planting those seeds and playing into, um, where Freemaker adventures is actually heading this season. I think that that's so great. This is what I'm talking about when I say yeah. that, that the writing is actually, it actually has this, sophistication to it that like you know they could just do one-off mm-hmm. silly episodes where we go to this planet and get into this these hijinks but that's not what they do they're telling this great story yeah well this With series Gait. is set between
0: empire and Jedi. yeah yeah it's set between empire and Jedi, and <clears throat> and here vader says uh the death star will be completed on schedule and it obviously reminded everybody of return of the jedi are told jared yeah. rod that uh that the empire is not as forgiving <clears throat> And and here on this show, Vader says you can you can resume your panicking, and and, and you see everybody in the background; they're going crazy and they're yeah. running around. And oh my gosh! And then, you know what's funny? It's like that was that's like my feeling on what it was like in the actual movie Return of the Jedi. Like after it cuts away, you can imagine everybody <laughs> just there panicking, like oh my god, the Emperor's well, coming here, and we're that, behind
1: schedule, we're we're in trouble. It's that yeah. great moment where where Vader is like you said, like the Emperor is not as forgiving, like. A, um yeah he's he's like oh you know the emperor is coming here and it's and then um who is it who's the who's the one that that's building the second death star is it gergeron yeah he has that moment of like what then we'll we'll double our efforts and and uh, and like, i should hope so the emperor's (laughs) not as forgiving as i am and then you have that moment vader walks past past him and Gerard turns. And he kind of swallows hard. And he kind of swallows yeah. hard. And then you see him, like, look at somebody and be like... Like, I, I can't remember if he, like, does a hand motion or whatever. But he kind of, like... You get this implication. It is that, like a head
0: nod. That yeah. he's like he's like,
1: yeah. get back to work. Right? And so you do get like you know that as soon as the <laughs> yeah. screen wipe goes over, that all of those stormtroopers are like running in different directions because they gotta go build stuff because nobody wants to get choked or thrown out an airlock. So <laughs> it is mm-hmm. it's that yeah. This exactly. is this is where you go, like, okay, that continuity. Uh Freemaker Adventures is a silly heightened version of Star Wars, but when Vader throws a guy out a window with the, or Palpatine throws a guy out a window with the force, that is actually, um, that's inspired by those great moments in the actual movies where Vader is choking uh, uh, Admiral Ozzel and like with the force through the end, he's like, you know, and he's like, congratulations, Admiral Piat. Yeah. You know, like that sort yeah, of stuff. Exactly. Like those moments inspire these moments on the Freemaker Adventures. So you kind of you have to do a little bit of uh, uh, continuity math and reverse engineer it and go, okay, how did this actually play out, right? And you, but you can see it, like, mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that makes the series so great, is that is that like these, yeah. it's not out of character for Vader to be like, you may resume panicking, right? Like that's totally, it's <laughs> it's very similar to him being <laughs> like be careful not to choke on your aspirations choke. <laughs> right and it's a director critic yeah. and it's it man I, I said this on the last episode uh, I watched Rogue One as I said I would um, I watched it on Netflix and you know I'm coming around it's pretty good it's a there pretty go. good movie there we go <laughs> and although I He's still coming <laughs> around folks <laughs> I still sorry <laughs> I still maintain that if that scene, wasn't in the movie that vader showing up at the end would be even better if we didn't see him midway mm. through the movie but there's some stuff midway through the movie seeing him in the back to tank and uh yeah. and and yeah. be careful not to choke on your aspirations which i think is the most anakin skywalker thing darth vader has ever said um uh, with the exception of things that maybe Vader has said on <laughs> on Free Maker Adventures, uh, like when he saw that N one uh, in season one, um, uh, but mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I, I yeah, I, 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 I'm coming around. Rogue One's a pretty good. Movie. It still <laughs> has, go, I go. still have a lot of problems with it, but it's pretty good. It's a Star Wars movie. Who there am I? Go. Who am it's I Star kidding? Wars. I love it. Come on. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's so funny. Um, so so here's here's what they're looking for. They're looking for this Ember steel. Yeah. And Xander asks, you know, what do we start for this stuff? And Corey obviously mentions the Ember steel. So they find some at this Imperial auction. And Cordy asks the Rebel mm-hmm. Alliance, you know, they're going to need money for this. So and then you get to see with Akbar, General Maidine, and Hera are all there, and they agree to loan Cordy the credit. So it looks like uh, Hera is part of this kind of higher council as far as the rebel alliance already mike yeah. so i was well, kind cool you know, see that she,
1: she has the title of general and yeah, uh, yeah. when when you think of some of the characters that that are influential in the rebellion in the films you're talking about general Dodonna yeah. in in uh, a new hope and you're talking about general Riken in in uh, i empire strikes back and general in general maydeen in Return of the Jedi. Like Returns. those are significant yeah. characters that stand alongside characters like Princess Leia and Mon Mothma. And then here Hera has the same title. Right. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, Hera is every bit as important as General Dodonna was in the Battle of Yavin. So um, so yeah. and obviously mm-hmm. her her opinion holds a lot of weight because she's the one who kind of turns to Admiral Akbar and is like, isn't this why we brought them on, right? Like, isn't this why uh-huh. the Freemakers are here? Um, and uh, and, yeah. and I think I think as we saw in in A New Home when we first saw uh, uh, Hera this season, um, <clears throat> much like, uh, we talked about it, much like she did with Kanan and Ezra, she sees something in Rowan. She's got this, like, you know, we, we talk about Force sensitivity in terms of Jedi a lot, but I think that there's Force sensitivity on all sorts of scales. Like, I think that, that Han has a certain level of Force sensitivity, and that's where his ridiculous luck comes from, right? Like, who else mm-hmm. could go to hyperspace from inside a hanger, right? <laughs> it's like, Oh, I, right. I don't ask that question until yeah. I've done it. Right. And it's like, <laughs> where does that come from? And I do think that like, that, 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 that is a connection to the force. And I think that, you know, it's, it's varying degrees for different characters. Um, and I think that Hera does have a connection. She is tapped in. She does understand the Jedi on this level that I don't think a lot of characters in star Wars do, especially a uh, non force users. So, I do think that, like, she senses something in Rowan. And, she, and I do think that, that it is the fact that he's a force builder. Um, and so in this moment when Cordy comes to them and says, we need this. In order to build this ship that's going to turn the tide in the battle against the Empire, we need, we need to salvage parts from this shuttle. And so, you know, we, we need the credits. And thankfully, they, yeah. they, uh, they provide. They get him, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So it looks like they're going to, if I remember correctly, it's uh, they're going to Maijito. Uh, they go in disguise. Mm-hmm. Uh, print, uh, she goes, Cordy goes as princess, I believe her name is uh, Alo Cortesi or Alo Cortesi, something like that. Cortesi, yeah, uh, she's I a Clodite. Cortesi, yeah, Cortesi, yeah. She, yeah, she's uh, she's a Claudite and she starts ranting about her parents to the stormtroopers, yeah. Uh, and then ultimately, the real princess arrives and she gets arrested. So that, that was kind of funny, but here's the big thing moment. we get introduced to yeah a couple of my favorite characters uh Whit cooper who's voiced by tom lennon is back along yep. with my my personal favorite Gra- grabala the hut man he's yep. like you said earlier man he is killing it on this series and i love every minute of grabala the Hutt. Well, he is my favorite so is
1: back, back and and where grabala goes uh Bash and ram aren't far behind that's right and, uh, yeah exactly and you know If you see Grabala and you see Bash and Ram, then you know that Dengar is off somewhere slacking. So, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a, yeah, but man, Grabala, it feels like, um, I feel like they're doubling down on that character this season. Like, I feel like he's back (laughs) and he's better than ever. Um, yeah, Yeah. so good in this episode. Yeah. He shows up. Yeah. Um. But uh, but um, but their plan goes sort of sideways uh, because Cordy has been put in charge of this operation and she's she's sort of um, in charge of of, uh, making sure that everything goes off without a hitch. She's got her plan. But the wrench in that plan is that she's posed as a princess, as as nobility and nobility doesn't (laughs) do the actual bidding. Um, So it's actually going to be left to Xander and Rowan to bid on the uh what's the ship that they need it's some sort of so a it's shuttle it's it's
0: actually a um it's actually a i have it written down here it was well i it's an ember steel i guess they call it just an ember steel ship but i i think you might be th- okay. have you seen the third episode or the one after this
1: no i haven't seen the one after this
0: Yeah. Okay, so you're just you're right here. Okay, yeah, I, I was trying to find out like a name, and and they just keep referring to this Ember Steel ship. So yeah. I don't, I can't remember if it actually has a full name or not. But you mentioned the, the auction is in charge. It goes to Xander and Rowan, and this is probably one of my favorite and funniest parts <laughs> of this particular episode is the point where you see Xander. Uh, he's you know they have their little paddle. And it's so funny because it's a sight gag, and you see him yeah. staring at Rowan, at Rowan as he slowly pulls the paddle
1: up and he bids. Yeah, oh my that going a couple up. Times. It's so good. It's, it's so great. funny. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the oh other my part gosh, of that is so funny. The other part of that is when they're like, and we'll start the bidding at thirty, and and Xander being Xander, yeah. kind of a, I like to think of Xander as one of those like, because you look at his minifigure and you're like that hair and, um. Yeah. And and you know he's a grease monkey and all that. He's one of those like like that sort of archetype of the like the the kind of um, airhead, uh, 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 pretty boy, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like you you know right. that like that that he like comes out from underneath fixing a, a an X wing and he's all covered in grease and whatnot. But he's all like you know like like uh, uh, he's all dreamy and hunky looking, right? Um, right, but then he yeah. opens his mouth and says something totally stupid. Um, and this <laughs> yeah. is one of those moments yeah. where they're like, we'll start the, the, the bidding at 30. And, uh, and he's like, are you kidding me? That's a steal 30 credits. And you're yeah. like, oh my God, because you know exactly where it's going. <laughs> it's like, it's not 30, it's yeah. 30,000. Um, right. And so he gets into this bidding war for, uh, for, uh, an ADA to, Class Jedi Starfighter, in pristine condition. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, like. Yeah, that's right. It was, it was a Starfighter. It's not a bad yeah. ship.
0: Yeah. he Oh, he was drooling over this thing. I mean, yeah. obviously, he wanted it big time, and like you said, it actually, he actually wins it for sixty-five, what he thinks is sixty-five yeah. credits, and of course, we know it's sixty-five thousand yeah. credits. So which we leaves, got a problem here, folks. We got a problem. Yeah. Which leaves yeah. them
1: with a with a measly ten thousand credits to purchase the ship that they yeah. actually came for.
0: <laughs> yeah. So in the meantime, like Cordy does a good job of freaking out Garbala. And I couldn't tell if like, is Garbala like, you know, hitting on her because he's inviting her to this getaway and you get this massage from a bacillus who has like, you know, four, what is it? Four arms think, or whatever. So yeah,
1: I think he's, <laughs> I think weird. he's just trying to butter her up to get investment. Capital, okay. Yeah, right? yeah. Like he's just like, He's just like, hey, you could come and you could you could enjoy the what are the, the sapphire sands of uh, of, of his uh, new beach resort. Um, yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. That, that Grabala is still he's still trying to figure out a way to get out from under Jabba's thumb. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and he thinks exactly. that this this beach resort is the perfect way. So, um, yeah. Mm. Was the beach resort his scheme last season as well?
0: I wanna say I heard we've heard that before.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, that it was. Exactly. So I think like he's continuing. Yeah. So I uh, yeah, but right. it's it's so good. He's I love he's got his whole pitch. And he's uh, he's he's really trying to sell her on it, and then she's like, "Yeah, uh, I got to go to the bathroom," and so she goes, and yeah. then and then he immediately like turns and points at somebody else. He's like, "Hey, how would you like to enjoy some beautiful sapphire <laughs> sands?" And, and he, he just goes right yeah. into the pitch again, and it's just he's perfect. just so he's just such a, a great uh, hut uh, salesman. It's yeah. it's so good. He's such a great character, but uh, I like yeah. the I like the moment where it seems like she's almost caught and he's like hey you looking off a lot like that freemaker girl and she's like freemaker yeah. girl oh that must be yes i i recall stealing this this face from a, a, a some yeah. some in some garage on on a space station the wheel i think and he's like he's like oh yeah that story checks out <laughs> it's like oh yeah. grumble you're so yeah. so gullible but uh, yeah, so gullible. Yeah, yeah. Jedi mind so tricks. So He's like the opposite of Jabba. Jabba's like Jedi yeah, mind exactly. tricks won't work on me. Those only work on the weak-minded. And then you've got Grabala, who's so weak-minded, you don't even need to use the force. You can just you can just <laughs> use a regular mind trick. It doesn't even need to be Jedi. Yeah, you
0: very easily fake, you can fake him out pretty easily. Yeah. So they end up winning, obviously, this ship for sixty-five. Now, Cordy's infuriated. She's so mad. She's. She uh, tells Xander and Rowan to take a step back, and then all of a sudden she just lets out this scream. It just – you can hear it from – you know everybody can hear it even outside and stormtroopers are like oh what's that random screaming so everybody's hearing this thing she's pissed uh so cordy Sne oh and then bash and ram they unwittingly win the actual ship that they were looking for the ember steel ship yeah uh, i think he said something like he holds up like a what does he hold up like a corn dog or something like that Yeah, it's some sort of star wars stick.
1: version of a hot dog on a stick yeah yeah
0: yeah and they end up winning the ship. So um, Cordy sneaks into Grabala and asks if he wants to trade the Starfighter yeah. for the ship, for the Ember Steel ship. Uh, but but Grabala kidnaps her for ransom. And then um, Xander asks Rowan if uh, that wasn't her plan,
1: was it? So yeah. another funny game.
0: Yeah, Xander. it's so
1: good. She's like, <laughs> she's like, you two stay here. I've got a plan yeah. and I'm not letting you screw it up this time. And she goes <laughs> yeah. and then gets captured and it's like, I'm going to take you for ransom. And, uh, and it's so good when Sandy's like, I uh, that, that wasn't the plan, right? And it's like, this is the <laughs> whole thing of him just being sort of yeah. a bit of an airhead. Cause yeah. his younger brother is like, Classic. no, that's not the plan. we got to go rescue Cordy. Now, thankfully, They've got both the Star Scavenger, which I, one of the things that I love is that they just take the, they just take the cockpit and guns of the Star Scavenger. They don't take the whole ship, right? It's just the front. Right. Um. So so yeah. Rowan pilots that while Xander jumps in their brand new Jedi Starfighter that they just bought, um, yeah. to to go yeah. off and rescue Cordy. Of course, uh, Cordy even though she might be hanging from the ceiling in chains, um, as we know with Cordy's character, there's no, there's no situation. She can't talk her way out of. Uh, she's, right. she's like who Han Solo thinks he is <laughs> when Han's like, yeah. oh, I'll do the same thing. I always do talk my way out of it. Right. Uh, and yeah. uh, it, Cordy has that same skill. Um, uh, so yeah, she, she's, she's, hanging just hanging around in in Grabala's uh on Grabala's uh ship and uh and we um, get to
0: the probably sorry. the second funniest scene for me right here yeah you know where I'm going with this Mike yeah no yeah. go ahead you go ahead Grabala well I was gonna say Grabala is, is like I said probably the second funniest scene in this whole thing I mean it was so funny Grabala going through the phone tree uh, if you oh want to God. ransom a I press three. <laughs> so I'm laughing. It's reminding me of how like we've all been here before. Yeah. We've all been in this damn phone tree thing where it wants you to speak something and it never gets but it right. Th- this, and is, just, oh God, this is, this is so one funny. of those jokes Representative. That, yeah. that
1: I'm watching the show and Crystal was folding laundry next to me while I'm watching. She's kind of half paying attention and she's kind of chuckling and I'm like, who is this show for? Because it looks like a kids show, but this joke is yeah. for adults. Like the, because like what kid has the frame of reference of being on hold or like trying exactly. to get through. And it's like yeah. I love the the detail of like Grabala dials. It rings and it's like you've reached the Claudite Royal Family or whatever. Uh and the first thing that if you would like to in basic press one and he immediately goes representative yeah. and it's like, that is <laughs> such a good, it's yeah. such a like high class, um, silly joke. You know what I mean? And it's right. like, this is what we talk about all the time on this show. It's like this great sort of like, like, uh, like I, I said, um, um, like a Monty Python or like a national lampoon, mm-hmm. Sort of like, uh, uh, it's very adult humor. It's the sort of thing that you would expect to see in a movie not, like a movie or TV show, not intended for kids. But they do it, they play it off in a way that I think that kids will find it funny too. Because... You you see as that goes on, he gets more and more frustrated until he's just like representative, uh, and and it's just it's just yeah. so he's just struggling so much. And we like you said, we've all been there. We can all relate.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, totally relatable. Yeah, we've all been there. We've all done the same thing. Just give me the operator, you know. So uh, totally fine. I love that scene. Yeah. Uh, after this, Cordy uh, Cordy gives uh, Grabala a, kind of a survey on how to run his his operation properly. And there's some jokes about – he says something about cutting uh, Dengar's retainer in half because he's no Boba Fett. Uh, And then Cordy gets the – finally she gets the Embersteel ship. uh, And then Dengar ends up smashing uh, the Jedi Starfighter. So everything kind of comes to a a head here at the end here. Uh, Back at the Rebel fleet, Rowan takes the form, uh, the actual Arrowhead itself. So sooner or later, Mike, we're going to get the – I'm assuming we're going to get that uh, Kyber crystal on there, right?
1: Yeah, well, at some Maybe point, they're going to the need season. to. And again, like I said at the beginning of this episode, they're planting seeds for the end of the season, but they're also planting seeds for the middle of the season right. because at some uh-huh. point, like, Vader is on on the hunt for kyber crystals, and at some point, our heroes are going to need a kyber crystal as well. Well, if they don't cross paths with Vader in that I maybe not directly, like I don't know if if Rowan is gonna come sort of like like a lightsaber to lightsaber with with Darth Vader. That might be a little bit far fetched. But um, but I do think that that uh, Vader will be sort of overseeing this and his people his 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 guys that he's throwing out, out of buildings and telling to panic they'll be like we finally we've located kyber crystal a kyber crystal deposit we're gonna go mine it and at the same time the freemakers are gonna show up and they're gonna take the kyber crystal and so it'll mm-hmm. i think that, that that you know like they're already planting those seeds for later in the season you can see that and that's the sort of thing that we expect from star wars rebels or the clone wars of like you know uh, like with rebels it's like oh Darth Maul shows up at the beginning of the season and is like, "Oh, Kenobi!" and he just he just runs off and you're like, "Oh man, does this mean we're gonna we're gonna get to see Obi Wan Kenobi by the end of the season?" Like it's it's yeah. that it's that same sort of level of thing of like, "Oh, they're gonna need a Kyber crystal, but Vader needs Kyber mm-hmm. crystals." Is Rowan gonna fight Darth Vader this season? Is that going to happen? Like, <laughs> whoa. And you yeah. start to think about it and 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 like it's just really cool stuff like that that they're that they're already planting the seeds for. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's um speaking of like that kind of stuff, uh, you're talking about Vader too. Jabba contacts. We get Jabba by the way. He comes back in, he contacts Gabal yeah. and offers a business opportunity. Uh, and then also Vader comes in, he asks for help in in mining and his mining and, and his expertise in that. Yeah. And then we get this great send-off of this particular episode, more great comedy. Uh Grubala goes, What's mine is yours? A little mining humor. Did you like it? And then it kind of tails off. And he says, It's hard to tell with a mask, uh, if you <laughs> yeah. like it or not. I like your chest bugs Do they light up and he just kind of goes on and it kind of tails off? Yeah.
1: Uh um, yeah, it Grubala's just kind of like kinda, fades yeah, off, right? Great stuff. Um, one other thing, yeah, we could yeah. we kind of we kind of gloss over it, but one of my favorite jokes from from this episode was the moment when uh-huh. when Cordy's doing sort of like the inventory and they're kind of going through and Saying oh this and that and you know I and um and and we walk past uh Nare from last season frozen in carbonite. Whoa, I didn't see that. Yeah, what? she's in the background because really? you remember like because she crossed it. Like, oh, I totally missed it. Yeah, she's 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 there like in the background at one point. They kind of they kind of like look at it and are like huh um, and just kind of move past it. But it's one of those blink and you miss it moments. Um, yeah, wow, so maybe I go back see, and, and watch know. that scene. Cause yeah, you'll okay. see her frozen in the carbonite, which happened at the end of last season. She, so she wasn't killed, but I think, I think what happened, I think maybe the emperor handed her over to Grabala or something like that. And I, I can't remember exactly how it played yeah. out, but yeah, I, right. but yeah, she was frozen in carbonite at the end of last season and, and has got her frozen in carbonite on her ship, which is really funny because Han Solo wow. is currently in the possession of Jabba the Hutt frozen in carbonite. So, um, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, I just thought that, that was good, my favorite.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Good pickup. I did i not to go back and see that. I totally, totally went right over my head. So, yeah. So that's, uh, these first two episodes, like I said, solid episodes, uh, especially yep. this one, Getting to see some of our favorite characters returning again. Of course, the and hopefully we'll see more of him and wick cooper and Bash and ram and dengar as this uh, season kind of continues on we're already yeah, four sure. episodes in uh and it's so much fun to watch this thing so many great lines so many uh funny side gags uh, i'm having a great great time watching this so um like i said earlier mike I if you're not watching this i mean you yeah, guys got to get on board this is so fun just just one of those you know i don't mean this in a bad way just kind of like Turn off the whole canon thing and the whole seriousness and just have fun yeah. with this thing. That's uh, that, yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? So, good times.
1: And yeah, I think that's so. why I say, why I can say, I think I might like this show a little bit more than Star Wars Rebels. Cause, like, I do, I just sit down and I just relax when I'm watching this show. I just enjoy. I'm not like, oh my God, what are they gonna do next? Oh, oh, but the, you know, but, but wait, if. Yeah. Kanan and Ezra are there, then what? where are they in Return of the Jedi? And blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, this is the Freemaker adventures. It's not that important. It's Lego Star Wars.
0: Mm-hmm. Just
1: have fun with it. Yeah. We can worry about canon later. So, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So good stuff, yeah. man. That's going to do it. Uh, that's for these two episodes. Uh, yep. Like I said, next week, Mike will be getting into uh, Storms of Tall, and I can't remember the other one. I've drawn a blank all of a sudden. But anyway, uh so, storms of tall uh, and return uh, to
1: the wheel those are our next two episodes
0: just to the wheel off. there you go yeah return yeah here actually, i oh, have actually i have
1: the the um descriptions here so i'll just read them really quick um both okay. of which both of which you can go ahead and go watch right now you can go watch them on the disney xd app right now if you want to um the storms of tall uh the freemakers cross paths with again with hondo and wind up trapped on tall with moc uh, actually tall i think might actually be the planet that right. c3po loses his arm on uh in in like just before the force awakens in that comic i'm oh. pretty sure that that's tall um ra- and then then ne- the next episode after that is return to the wheel uh the freemakers return to the wheel to retrieve a special part but all they find are grabal the hut and his team of bounty hunters so More fun with Grabala. We got Hondo and Grabala next week. I mean, come on. That can you ask for more? Good times. I think if you're asking for more, you're you're greedy. awesome. Two of my favorites. Uh, Well, thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, As always, if you want to stay up to date with all of the latest uh, Star Wars animation news, you can do that by heading to currentlyrebelspodcast.com, but soon rebelcells.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rebels podcast, as well as on Twitter at rebels podcast. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at ArcWolf a R K W U L F. And you can follow Matt on Twitter at the crankster. That is crankster with a K. Uh, yes. Of course, if you like the podcast, uh, it would be awesome. If you headed over to iTunes or Google play or, or stitcher, uh, wherever you're listening to this and rate and review um that that really helps us it, it helps people find the podcast um and grow the community uh which is great for everybody so uh so do that um if you want to uh if you want to tell us what you thought of, of uh this episode or any of the upcoming episodes you can do that by emailing us at rebelspodcast at rebelspodcast@gmail.com um course if you like this podcast uh you enjoy it you can find all sorts of other great podcasts by heading to thunderquack.com because we are part of the thunderquack podcast network uh and if you want to support us you can do that two ways you can do that first by heading to store.thunderquack.com and buying some merch like i said rebels podcast merch not going to be up there for much longer so if you've had your eye on some of that stuff or you just want uh, you just want the hipster cred of being able to say that you listened to Rebels podcast before it became Rebel Cells. Uh, then you can do that by heading to store.thunderquack.com. Um And, of course, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash thunderquack. Get all sorts of exclusive stuff. Our July episode, our exclusive episode, still hasn't gone up. Uh, Matt and I have had a hard time scheduling. Last week he was sick. This week, we actually yeah. tried to record it last night, but we were having all sorts of technical difficulties. So um, that episode will be up in the next week or so. I promise you that. Um, and uh, so, we'll, I'm we'll have an interview with Matt. So if you've ever, if you've ever wanted Sweet. to know how Matt became a Star Wars be- fan and what his uh, yeah. what his geeky life has been like, uh, we're going to talk all about it on the Thunder Quack podcast, which is exclusive to all Patreon supporters. So patreon.com slash for that. And there's lots of other great rewards that you can get as well by being a Patreon supporter. And we appreciate everybody who does. Um, that is it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. It was a bit of a long one because uh, we had quite a bit to talk about at the beginning, but uh, we thank yeah. you guys for sticking through it with us. And uh, I, nine years of Star Wars animation Ooh. podcasting um, as of this Saturday, so, uh, congratulations to, uh, to everybody who's part of the team. Uh, thank you to all of you guys who support us out there by listening, by commenting and, uh, and especially to those of you guys who have become a part of, uh, of the Frontlines Rebels podcast, Thunderquack family. So that's Matt, obviously, um, yeah. uh, as well as Tim and Kyle, who've also been there since the beginning so uh and jason jason's part yeah. of the thunderquack family and he's been there since season oh, yeah. one so um so yeah thank you to everybody um nine years goes by in a flash but uh but we wouldn't we wouldn't still be doing it if it weren't for all of you awesome listeners so uh thank you for that thank and you. uh yeah. we will sure. catch you guys next week
0: see you next week